caused them to speak in a language that they didn't know. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes, no, maybe not your hands, raise your hands. Kinda? Okay, so now I'm gonna ask a question that makes it a little bit less confusing to say all that mumbo jumbo that you might not understand. Why do we need the Holy Ghost? What's the point? Does anybody have any idea why? To be saved and get close to God. That's part of the reason. What, can you think of anything else? Go go. Okay, that's what I was expecting. You can't go to heaven without it. The first reason and the reason that I was expecting you to say was that people need the Holy Ghost because we have to be filled with the Holy Ghost to go to heaven, as it says in Acts 2, 38. We have to do three things. What are the three things? I just read them to you. What's the first one? Hey, Pastor told you last night. Yeah, we talked about it last night. What's the first thing in Acts 2, 38 that it says that we have to do? Repent. Repentance. And what is repentance? Repentance is telling God that we're sorry for our sins and doing your best to stop sinning afterwards. Repentance is something that we have to do every day. We have to work on every day because we are human and we make mistakes no matter what. And as Pastor said last night, repentance is what makes us different than all the people, all the other people that sin every day. We have to always keep trying to do better even when we mess up. Don't throw in the towel just because we keep messing up. We have to continue to be sorry and always do better even when we mess up because it's just inevitably going to happen. What's the next thing? You said repent. You said repent. Yes. Be baptized. Be baptized. Be baptized. How? What name? In Jesus' name. Okay. Cheater. <laughs> we have to be baptized in Jesus' name because Jesus' name is the only name that's going to save us. Baptism is, in case you don't actually know what it is, it's being submerged in the water. And you do that to symbolize drowning your flesh. And your flesh is what? Kristen? What's your flesh? It's what you do without God. Except you always leave out a word. It's what your flesh it's what you what you do naturally without God. So like when you're first born, what you do naturally without God is your flesh. Yes, being stupid. Your flesh is what you do naturally without God before you commit yourself to Christ. And what you do when you get baptized is supposed to symbolize your old man dying or being drowned in the water and the new man coming back up and being who God has called you to be and who God wants you to be. And the last thing is the thing that we're going to talk about the most tonight. That is what? Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And that is speaking in a heavenly language. We call it Speaking in tongues is when God's spirit overshadows you and you start saying these funny words. Uh, but why? Why does that happen? Why do we do that? Because Jesus came into your soul. But why? Because you wanted him to. That is why I'm reading this message because you guys don't know the answer to that. You don't know. It's not a free country. With God, it's just free, and he can do what he wants anywhere. It has nothing to do with America. Acts 2.38 tells us the three things that we have to do. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Okay. Obviously, the main reason that we have to get the Holy Ghost is because we want to go where? To heaven. To heaven. Heaven, heaven. No, no. Even if you just want to go to heaven, 
because you don't want to go to the other place, you want to go to heaven. You still want to go to heaven no matter what. A kid in class Sunday, I won't say who it is. He was here. I was gonna, I was gonna pick on him, but he's not here, so I'm not gonna do that. Kid in class Sunday said he didn't want to go to heaven because it sounded boring and there was no video games. No, <laughs> there was no video games, so he didn't want to go to heaven. But he didn't want to go to hell either, so he just wanted to stay on earth forever. But then I said something that convinced him, and the thing that convinced him was that in heaven, you will never feel sadness ever again. You'll never feel confusion ever again. You'll never feel hate ever again. You'll never feel anger ever again. You're just going to be perfectly happy for the rest of eternity. And then there's a show called The Good Place that made it to where in heaven, Everybody got bored because everything was so perfect. That's not how it's going to be. Because in real perfection, you don't get bored. You have something to do forever, and you're going to be happy forever. And it's literal perfection. And it's hard for us to wrap our minds around that, but that's just the truth. Okay, that was kind of just a rabbit trail. I'm sorry. I just wanted to put that out there for everybody that thinks that maybe Earth is just a little bit more interesting than heaven. You're wrong. I promise. And the secret to that is kind of what I'm going to talk about today. Okay. So it's very important to have the Holy Ghost. It's important because you want to go to heaven and live for Jesus for eternity. But another thing that's very important to know is why we have the Holy Ghost other than going to heaven. Why is it so important? Why do we have to have the Holy Ghost to go to heaven? What's the why for that? Because the answer for that is hidden. In John 14, 26, the second verse that I read. you got to submit yourself. You got to commit yourself. Oh, Jake, run, Jake, run. John 14, 26. Who wants to read it for me? I love that. Just one person. Read it. Okay, so the comforter is what? Who? Who is the comforter? Jesus. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, yes. The Holy Ghost was given to humanity when Jesus rose from the dead and went back to heaven. So, you know, Jesus died on the cross. Three days later, he rose from the dead. For a little bit, he was here and he ministered. But when he ascended back into heaven after he rose from the dead, we got the Holy Ghost. Before Jesus went to heaven, they didn't need the Holy Ghost. Why? You know why? They didn't need the Holy Ghost before it Jesus was, while Jesus was here? It didn't exist. No, it existed. He changed his mind. Because Jesus was the Holy Ghost, so we didn't have to have the speaking in tongues because Jesus was here among us. He was already here to be our comforter. But when he went back to heaven, before he ascended into heaven, he said in John 14, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And then a couple verses later, in 26, it says the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. So what I said before, the reason that we have to have the Holy Ghost is because Jesus is the Holy Ghost. He said that he wouldn't leave us comfortless, that Jesus would come to us. And then later, he calls the Holy Ghost the comforter. Meaning all of this, I said all of this just to say that Jesus is the Holy Ghost. And some of you already knew that. I could tell very clearly that you already knew that, which I was actually surprised. I didn't expect all of you to actually know that. 
but some of you didn't, so now you know Jesus is the Holy Ghost. So what does that mean? It means Jesus is the Comforter. It means that Jesus is the Holy Ghost and Jesus is the Comforter. And the simple fact is, that simple fact is a big reason why the why for the Holy Ghost. Why do we need the Holy Ghost to go to heaven? Because the Holy Ghost is Jesus, and when we go to heaven, heaven's going to be all about Jesus. So why would you not have Jesus' spirit inside of you, which is the Holy Ghost, and go to heaven without Jesus' spirit inside of you? So there's the why for that. No sin. But a just as important reason, and something that a lot of people forget about, including people who have been doing this in their entire lives, that we need to have the Holy Ghost, and not just to receive the Holy Ghost, but for it to be active in our lives, is because, as I've said probably 50 times already, and I may say 150 more times, is that the Holy Ghost David. is a comforter. You need to pray through David. Yes, you need to pray through the Holy Ghost every single day. And the reason for that is, is we mess up every day, and the comforter coming inside of us makes us feel better. We get the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost makes life bearable. We need it so that when life is too much and it feels like there's no one in your corner, you can get on your knees in your bedroom or in your living room or wherever you want to and you can cry out to God and you can speak in that heavenly language and feel the comfort from God that nothing but the Holy Ghost can bring. It comforts you in a way that nothing else in this entire world can. I know there's a lot of you in here that don't have it, but if you have a good parent or have ever had a good parental figure or even a best friend or an aunt or an uncle or anybody, you know how comforting it is when you're going through something and they wrap their arms around you and tell you that everything's going to be okay. And I know some of you don't have that, and, I know, and you need it. And if you don't have it, you can come to me, and I'll be that for you because I love you. But with the Holy Ghost, it's a different kind of comfort. It's a comfort that doesn't actually even have to fix the problem. It doesn't have to say it's going to be okay to make you feel better. It's a comfort that gives you peace that doesn't make sense, but you have it anyway. It's a comfort that envelops your entire body and soul and makes everything okay, even when the entire world around you is breaking into a million pieces. It's a comfort that brings peace, even when everyone and everything around you thinks that you shouldn't have peace. When your entire house gets swept away, like in Job I read sometime this week, his entire house was taken away. Every single one of his children were killed. He lost all of his cattle, all of everything, and Job still had peace. We have God will give us the peace that passes all understanding. And we, we, have, we have people raised so many times in church services, especially in this apostolic faith, and a lot of you may have not even experienced it, but we have people raise their hands and we ask them if they've ever received the Holy Ghost. Is everybody in, who's in here has received the Holy Ghost? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we say, if you haven't received the Holy Ghost, Come up front, and we will pray you through to the Holy Ghost. But a lot of times we don't stop and tell them why we need the Holy Ghost. We tell them you need the Holy Ghost to go to heaven. We tell them 
the Holy Ghost is Jesus and we want Jesus inside of us, but we don't tell them why we want Jesus inside of us. We don't tell them why it's so important, other than the fact that if you don't have it, you're not going to go to heaven. People have asked me how it's so easy for some people to fall so deeply in love with God. And I think that the simple answer to that question is the Holy Ghost. People will try to fall in love with God without experiencing that, and they, they can't break through and get to it. And it's because they're not praying through the Holy Ghost every day. Plain and simple. Speaking in tongues and getting lost in the presence of God is how you get to know him on a level that not everybody knows him. The Holy Ghost breaks chains. It breaks addiction. It erases depression. And it heals wounds that no one but God can see. It's like the ultimate hug. Actually, scientifically, the Holy Ghost is a hug. I waited too long to look this up, so when in my quick Google search, I couldn't find it. But at ladies' retreat, Sister Sharon McKee, who is one of my favorite singers, songwriters, speakers, my absolute favorite, Sister Sharon McKee, you probably don't know who she is. She sings Waymaker. No, Sharon McKee. She sings Waymaker. No, you don't know her. I guarantee you don't know her. <laughs> but anyway, she preached at a ladies' retreat. And she showed a study, and I saw all the data, so I know that it's not cat, it's real. <laughs> and she showed a scan of someone's brain who was speaking in tongues. And then she showed a brain scan of someone who was being hugged by someone that loved them. And the exact same uh, neurons were firing in both ones. So when, the, when you speak in tongues, it's literally like the Holy Ghost is you a big hug. So when you feel like there's nothing in your life that makes sense and nothing can make you feel better, the best thing that you can do is to fall on your knees and cry out to God and speak in tongues because when you do that, you get a hug and a comfort that nothing else can give you. I, I know you guys. I, I, I don't know all of you as well. As I know some of you. I don't know all of you as well as the one who just burped where everyone could hear. <laughs> you guys talk a big game. You're funny. You really are funny. Like you guys, you guys make me laugh. You're hilarious. And you have trouble being serious. But I see it. I see that you're hurting. I see it through the jokes. I see it through the pain. I see all the pain through your laughs. And it, it, it kills me. It breaks my heart because I love all of you so much and it hurts me to see you guys ignoring your emotions like you do and it, it hurts. I'm done pretending that all of you guys are okay just because that's what you want me to do. I know that you're not and I have the answer. I know what can make you feel better. Jesus can make you feel better. The Holy Ghost can make you feel better. With Him, you can have a life where you're free of depression and anxiety. You can look in the mirror and actually love yourself. You can open your mouth and not just speak life to yourself, but you can open your mouth and you can speak life to those around you. You can be the reason that somebody else doesn't hurt anymore. You just need Jesus in your life to be able to do those things.
And you, you can't do it by yourself. You can go to therapy, and I believe that you should go to therapy. I think at some point in everybody's life that you need therapy. You can become healthy, you can eat right, you can exercise, you can drink water, and you need to. You can study, you can go to college and get rich, and that's good and wonderful, and you can do all of those things, and your life will look good. You may even feel a little bit better. I encourage those things, but those things will never Feel that God-sized hole that you have in your heart. Jesus loved every single person in this room so much that he died and suffered on the cross that you didn't have to suffer like you're suffering. Man. But we wasn't born What? We wasn't born yet, how did he have Because he knew about you before you were born. Jesus can see into all of eternity. When Jesus was there before time even existed. He looked down and he saw you. He looked down and he saw you. He looked down and he saw you and he saw the things that you were going to go through and the things that you were going to feel and the things that you were going to be confused about. Man. And he made a plan for it. It literally the, says from the foundation of the world. From the foundation of the world. He knew who you were. And the, the definition of comfort just to draw everybody back in, the definition of comfort, and God is the comforter, Jesus is the comforter, is a state of physical ease and freedom from pain or constraint. That's what God has to offer us, and we just pass it up. For what reason? We just pass it up because it's awkward, pass it up because it's not popular, we pass it up because maybe somebody will think we're weird, we pass it up because we're worried what so-and-so thinks about us. We pass it up because we are afraid that maybe it won't work. We pass it up for all kinds of reasons, infinite reasons. We, but God, may, he may not be popular. Somebody might think you're, somebody will think you're weird. But if we would begin to understand that all that God wants is to comfort us, and to give us peace, there's no other agenda. All he wants to do is give us peace in the midst of chaos. And if we really would understand that, he'd be popular. The devil will, will, will try to make you focus on popularity and acceptance when the reality is that you want those things because of what Jesus has to offer, which is peace and comfort. You think that popularity and acceptance will make you feel better when what really will make you feel better is what Jesus has to offer. And peace is exactly what you will get if you ignore what everybody thinks about you and only care about what God thinks about you. And sure, it will be hard. Sure, sometimes you would feel left out of things and you'd want to go to parties and you'd You'd want to smoke this and take that and do this and do that. You'd want to hit people in the face and hit walls and break your hand. And you'd want to do all of those things. But if you didn't do them, can you imagine what that peace would feel like? God wants to change us. He wants to come into our lives and he wants to do what we need. And all we have to do is realize that God is love. He isn't what so many people make him out to be. 
He's love. He does nothing that isn't love. Even when he does things that don't feel right, and he takes things away, and it hurts, and he breaks things that you didn't want broken, and he moves people out of your life that you didn't want moved, and he takes people to heaven that you didn't want to go to heaven. With everything that he does, he knows what it's going to be like in the end. And he does it because God is love. And all we have to do to feel that state of ease and freedom, that comfort, is to let him comfort us. And maybe you think that you do. But all you have to do is to give him control of your life and to let him change you into the beautiful people that God wants to change you into. It's not about rules. It's not about what we can and can't do. It's not about preaching and singing. It's about Jesus. It's about a God that loved us so much that he left a perfect existence in heaven to come to earth and feel all the pain that humans feel and die a brutal death that most humans will never die on the cross so that we can have the opportunity to feel comfort, to feel better. Jesus loves you so much. He would do whatever it takes to save you, and sometimes that doesn't always feel good. But he wants you to let him comfort you. You, you just have to let him. I don't know this wasn't very long. I didn't really think it would be. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to close. And what most people are probably expecting me to do is, you don't, raise, you don't have the Holy Ghost raise your hand. Come up here. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask a different question. Who here needs the Holy Ghost? You need the Holy Ghost. You've spoken in tongues before, but you need it again. You need to feel God's arms wrap around you and put that peace in your life and to put you at peace. I don't care if you've never spoken in tongues one single time in your life or if you do it every single day. If you just need that big hug from Jesus, come up here. Raise your hands and tell him to comfort you. And do it at home as well. It really does work. Jesus wants you to feel peace. I can't promise you happiness because happiness doesn't come with this. But what does come with this is peace. And I can promise that. Now you know. I told you. So now you can never say ever again that you were never told. Now you are responsible. So if you want peace, let me get it. I was serious.